Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. You're listening to The Wedding Procast UK, the place to be if you are a UK wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business. I'm your host, Donna Eid, 10-year wedding photography veteran and CEO at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. If you want to grow and streamline your business, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spw v.co.uk. You'll find the sign up form at the bottom of every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Lovely to have you here. Before we dive into today's show, I just wanted to mention Productivity Week. It is a five-day event that we are doing on the 20th of September. If you struggle with getting your diary in order and striking that balance between family and work, this week is for you. As wedding vendors on wedding days, our timing is on point. But when we get back to the office, that is where the difficulties occur. So come and join us. We are going to dive into procrastination. We are going to dive into what your calendar looks like, what's important, what's not, and how we can be more productive in our weeks. So that is on the 20th of September. You can register now at www spwv.co.uk forward slash time and you can get into the Facebook group there as well and I hope to see you on the inside. So today we are going to be looking at what do you want out of your business? Why do you want to get more done and why do you want to find more balance? So we're going to be asking a lot of questions today what do you want out of your business? What do you want? Why do you want to get more done? And why do you want to find more balance? So if these are things that you need to have the answers to, then I would like to invite you to join us for Productivity Week, which starts next Monday, the 20th of September. It is a five-day action-based coaching week that is going to dig into practical steps to get more balance and more done in your life and business. But today we are specifically going to do a bit of groundwork really. So I hope that anybody who is joining me next week comes over and um, has a listen to this. I'm actually going to share it in our group when it opens um, because some of this will really help um, with what we are going to do next week because we have not got a lot of time um, next week and I don't want to take up too much of your time. So this is kind of a bit of a bit of homework, a bit of base work to get you started. So the first question I want you to answer is why did you set up your business and what was the purpose in your life to run your own business? 
And the reason I ask this is because if you don't know what's driving you, what is going to keep you going? So, for example, if you just you just started a business because you enjoy making cakes for people, so that's why you did it, that might not be a big enough reason why you want to run a business. That would be a great reason to work for a bakery. It's less stress. Um, there's less requirements from you as a person. You get to do the bit that you love and then you get to go home. So why is it that you particularly wanted to run your own business? Because your business why has got to work for you and make you want to work for it. So really dig into that. What is that why that made you want to set up a business rather than just go and do what it is that you love working for someone else? So that's your first um, bit of action taking to do? What does that look like in your life? The second thing I want you to do is to look at what are your priorities in your life. So I will throw out some examples from me um, and you can have a look at what they might be for you. So I have put priorities in your life and was one of those nasty coughs coming again. Um, You have to prioritise yourself. We've all heard um, when you get on a plane that the uh, safety announcement is that you put on your own oxygen mask first before you help anyone else. And as a mother and a mother in business, it is so hard to put yourself first, because the first thing you want to do is be there for your children and make sure that they're safe and happy. And if you don't have children, you might still have that in your life that you are um, a notorious people pleaser. I am being guilty of that in my life. Um, And you are always putting everybody else first. And as long as everybody else is happy, you're happy. And that might be the case. But the thing is, is your body and your subconscious isn't necessarily going to follow that happy feeling that you've got from helping other people. So you need to put yourself first. Um, So what does that look like for you? For me, that's an hour a day to meditate, exercise and write. And I'm not perfect at this. This is something that I'm still working towards. I managed to get 10 minutes of meditation done a day, probably exercise for about 20 to 35 minutes a day depending on the weather. Um, so I'm I'm getting there at building that, but I want to build in this extra time for myself on a daily basis. So that's my priority. Um, family, perhaps for you, that's being at home for the kids. But when you look at that, are you currently at home for the kids or are you currently present with your children when they're at home? That's a big difference because we all want to say, you know, we don't want to spend the money on childcare. So if I work from home, then, you know, I'll work school hours. And then when the kids are back, you know, I'll be here. Are you actually being present with your children at that time? Or are you getting them set up with their homework and then going back to your desk, getting them fed, then going back to your desk, getting them put to bed and then going back to your desk? Because 
that might not be working for your children. And it might not be working for you either. Because I know that as a mum myself, the mum guilt is a real thing. And if I was sitting at my desk, when I know that my kids are in the next room, one, I would want to be spending my time with my children. Two, they want to spend time with their mum. And that guilt of sitting at your desk when you they're at home and so are you is strong. So prioritise your family and why you want to be at home for them. Relationships. So these are you, your romantic relationships, your um, relationships with extended family, your relationships with your friends. What does that look like? What do you want to prioritise there? What is um, is a good balance for you there? So for you, it might be one night a week, you go out with a different friend or a different group of friends, but you make sure that there is one day in the week or one evening in the week where you go and spend some time with a friend. And that would be enough for you on the balance. Maybe it is one day at the weekend in the off season or during the summer when you have the ability to that if you haven't got um, weddings booked in by a certain date and you are an on the day vendor that you block out those days and those are friend days and family days and you get to enjoy those days with your family and friends. Maybe that is what balance looks like to you. And then work. Um, For me, I want to create success and financial freedom in my business. For you, it may be um, a time freedom um, thing. You know, look at what it is that you want out of your business that will help you create a balanced life. So time is hugely important. Um, It's the one thing that we have not got an infinite amount of. And it is the one thing that we waste so much of. So we get the same 24 hours as everybody else. And sleep is really important. So, you know, you may be um, somebody who has looked at uh, the sort of self-help books and things like that that are talking about the self-development books that say you need to be getting up at 5am if you want to be successful in business. Um, I don't abide by that rule of thumb. To me, it's got to be what works for you and what works for your body. You need to have a decent amount of sleep. Sleep is so important and you perhaps have heard it or maybe it's just me because I am, I've been looking into it so much of late but I see it all the time. Sleep is so important. And I think it is something that we push to the back of the, you know, it's like, oh, I'll I'll get there. I'll have a nap tomorrow or, you know, I'll lay in at the weekend or whatever. We need to be consistently having good amounts of sleep. So that's really important. So if you are a night owl, don't think you've got to try and get up at five o'clock in the morning to be this really productive, successful business person you really don't. It's about when you are most productive. And for a lot of people, that can be at five o'clock in the morning, because it's before the children get up. Um, That when they first wake up is when they are at their most um, energetic and mindful. That might be it for you. For me, it's actually around four o'clock in the afternoon, probably a bit later. I get my lull at sort of three and four and then five, six o'clock, I can literally work for four hours back to back, 
speeding along just completely in the zone and I'm completely productive in that time. For you, that might be the worst time. So you've got to go with your body and how it feels. And you also have to go with what fits in with your family. Um, because obviously, you know, for me, I work really well six, six o'clock onwards in the evening. But my partner comes home from work at six o'clock and I don't think he'd really appreciate it if every single night I was at my laptop at that time. So you do have to kind of curb it and it is about creating a balance. So some nights I might work late and other nights I make sure that I shut down my laptop and I sit on the sofa with him. Um, So it's got to be a balancing act. Um, When you look at when you worked a day job, um, this, this is something I want you to look at because I think we get really hard on ourselves when we say we need to get more done. We need to get more done. We need to get more done. If you look back at a day job you had or an office job, particularly if you've had an office job, because, you know, that's what running your business is. Basically, it's an office job. Um, and then you have these nice little outings that you get to go to weddings um, and do the fun bit. But the rest of it, is administration um, and marketing and and all of that good business stuff. So if you've had an office job before, look at what your day actually looked like. Literally sit there and think through what did you do in a day? You went in, you turned on your computer, you went and made yourself a cup of tea, you stood there for how long? 10, 15 minutes talking to somebody who you haven't seen Um, for a couple of days because they've been on holiday talking about their holiday you come back to your desk you like sort your bits out you go and take your lunch back to the kitchen because you forgot to put that in there and then you come back to your desk and you sit down you're like okay so you were already half an hour into your day before you've even opened your emails then you open your emails and you're scrolling around in there for a little bit Um, then somebody calls your attention you've got to go over there and help them with something which is technically work, but it's not your work and probably not the top of your priority list. You spend half an hour with them. You come back, you start on a project that you were doing. You're already an hour to an hour and a half into your day. You start working on a project. Then half an hour later, you've got a meeting that you've got to go to. So you're in a meeting for an hour and then you come back and you're like, I've got half an hour before lunch. So just go back to the emails, check what's going on. You know, literally sit there and think, how did your day progress um, and how much actual practical moving forward project stuff did you actually get done and then I want you to be a little bit easier on yourself because you're at home now and uh, you don't have all of those distractions around you you don't have the coffee at the uh, water the water cooler conversations as they call them you don't have any of those your meetings are with yourself um, and you don't have other people calling you away to help you with their projects so actually you probably get a lot more done than you used to in your day job the issue is you're trying to do the job of seven or eight people So we need to just be a little bit careful on how we are treating ourselves when it comes to how we're managing our time in our business. So to make the most of your time, you need to focus on what you're good at and what you enjoy doing. So sometimes there are things that we have been told that we're really good at, but we don't actually enjoy them. So what that does is means that we are actually less efficient 
at them and we might not get them done in the most timely fashion or they might not be done even to the best of our ability because we don't enjoy it but we might be better than somebody else so we've been lumbered with that job then when you come into your business you're like okay what am I good at and you take what everybody else said you were good at and you're like okay these are the things that I can really do well in my business and you don't enjoy them So you find yourself procrastinating, you find yourself um, pushing other jobs to the side and you find yourself doing the fun things and then the things that really need to get done don't get done. So for this, I actually have for you um, a link and I'm going to put it on the screen now. So if you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, you will see it. I will put it in the comments of the podcast um, so you can see that and it is called the Maverick Accelerator. I have taken this assessment and it really opened my eyes and it helps you to understand where you're working in um, your adaption and where you're working in your flow. So if you're interested in that kind of thing and seeing how your brain works, then I recommend going and taking this assessment. It's really, really cheap. It's like $37. um, And there is an upgrade where you can get um, Claire, who is the founder of VMA, to go through it with you and give you a debrief. And that is an upgrade, but it's under a hundred pounds, under a hundred pounds, and you can really sort of get to grips with where your brain works best, um, what areas you should be focusing on, and what areas you might need to hand off to somebody else. So it looks at your what what you do in work and also what you do at home. So it can see sort of what your natural abilities are and what you're kind of forcing, shoehorning yourself into. It's a really good assessment. I really enjoyed discovering some things about myself. So that's a really good one if you want to dive deeper into that. Um, so the URL for that is bit.ly forward slash MA freedom or lowercase. And that will take you to that page if you are on the podcast listening. So let me just get my notes back. So, yeah, you need to create more flow in your work day, And that comes from doing things that you are good at and things that you love doing. If you can do the things that you love doing and you're also good at them, then your day is going to go so much smoother than if you're doing something you love, but you're no good at it. You kind of have to kind of take the hit there that unless you've got the time, then you've got to hand that off. Um, But if you are doing things that you don't enjoy and you're not good at, then you're going to procrastinate, you're going to get distracted and you're going to leave it and push other things aside because you know you need to get it done. So you don't try and do anything else until you've started and got it done. So today we have looked at our why, our priorities, how we're currently spending our time and we've talked about working in flow. And now you have all this information you need to sit down and look at your calendar. And what are you doing in your calendar? Is it a balance? Look at what it is right now. You know, one, do you actually have anything on your calendar at all? Because I know there are some people that just don't even write in a calendar. And when you say, what are you doing next week? They don't have a clue what they're doing. Um, So that in itself is a bit of an issue um, and is going to lead to distraction and procrastination. 
Um, if your calendar is like scribbles all over it, um, is there a method to your madness in that case? Um, and where are your priorities on that calendar? Where is that hour for yourself written down? Where is that time with your family written down? Is it on your calendar? If not, then do come along to Productivity Week next week. We are going to do a deep dive into um, how we are looking at our calendars, what white space is and why it's important. We're going to be looking at the things that you need to do um, and the things that you can look at passing to somebody else or at least having on your radar to pass to somebody else. And we're going to be looking at how to actually put this into practice. So this um, is a good starting point And you can certainly go from here, look at those things that are your priorities and look at your the way you are using your calendar at the moment and what that looks like and um, work with it. And if you would like some help, then please come along to Coaching Week next week at www.spwv.co.uk forward slash time and you'll be able to register there. It is completely free. Um, it is a week where I'm going to be working on my new calendar because in there I talk to you about how you need to um, revisit and refresh your calendar. So this is my time of the year to do that. So I'm going to be doing it along with you um, and we're going to talk about um, how, how to get this looking good for you. But one thing I want you to look at is um, when you're looking at your calendar now, I would like you to actually, if you can pull it up, then do. But if you can't, then just write out quickly what a week when you worked for somebody else would look like. I just want you to see that visual representation because I know for me, my daughter is now old enough that I don't have to be um, the stay at home mum for her. She is out working now. Um, my partner, he's at work during the day. So I don't have that same pull on my time as I used to have. But when I look at my calendar when I work for somebody else versus my calendar when I work for myself, I actually had more time when I work for somebody else. So when you're starting a business, certainly you are going to use um, more of your time than you did when you work for somebody else because you're getting started. But if you are a few years into your business now, we really need to start saying, OK, the, the reason, the why that we left was because we wanted to do X, Y and Z. And we're not doing that. How can we work that into our calendars? How can we make that happen? So that is what we are going to be focusing on next week. So I hope you will join me at www.spwv.co.uk forward slash time. I hope to see you there. Bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.